Hello, and welcome to Plus One to Gaming. I'm Chris. And I'm Eric. And joining us, as always, are our stalwart friends and table mates, Billy and Mark. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? Well, pretty awesome, because we are on Session 5 of Adventure 3 in Candlekeep Mysteries, Book of the Raven. So, Bill, do you want to give us a quick recap and take us back into the story? So, the last time we at Adventurers, they had just returned to the Material Plane from the Shadowfell. While in the Shadowfell, they had battled with some undead creatures and some gargoyles that were controlled by a, a mysterious undead figure that we don't know much about. But this undead figure was looking to trade for a powerful artifact that I believe our adventurers know which one it is. Before they had traveled to the Shadowfell, they had heard some strangers' voices in the material plane outside of uh, Chalet Brantifax. So when they returned, they, they did so sneakily, and as soon as they returned, they were met with a battle scene, which is ongoing, but not really a fair battle scene. It is now uh, looking to be some new figures that had fought with the were ravens and got the best of the were ravens. They see uh, the figure the, of the leader of the were ravens, um, Madrina. She is looks to be defeated, surrounded by two robed skeletons. You see Caspar Hatchill, the older gentleman. He looks to be captured, and you see three unknown figures, a large dragonborn, a robed female, and a half-orc clad in leather armor. They have not noticed your return due to the preparations that were made beforehand. Um, I believe you cast past without a trace. Uh, and you haven't made any noise, and they weren't expecting, or they, they probably don't know that the that the grave is the area of uh, transport. So they're not expecting or have an eye out on there. So take it away. What do you do? I wonder where the other were ravens are. Uh, looking around, do we see any evidence of the other raven kind? You don't see them as of right now. While, while you're waiting and, and looking around, you hear that there are some conversations between the, the outsiders, the newcomers, and they are <clears throat> they're threatening to burn down the chalet. That's not very nice. And they are pleading, not pleading, but trying to parlay with the... Or partay. Where ravens that you maybe one or two, you know that there are at least two. We don't know if they're still there, if they've flown away and escaped, but they don't know that either. It seems like because they are like, give it, give us what we want, or, or we kill everyone. You know that I will. What's the range on the shard sprayer? I clicked it to try to see. I don't see it on here. 
I think it's 120 feet. That's huge. Okay. Yeah, Perfect. It's, a, it's a, like a short bow. A short bow is 120, I believe, because a long bow is 160, I believe. Yeah. Or 150. Yeah. So, like a, a normal long distance, you know, spell. Mm-hmm. I would. I would. And it, and it's so it's a DC dexterity save, correct? Correct. We describe these three. The 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 so the orc is in leather, and then this is a dragonborn. What's he look like again? The um. So he is just a a. a, a a large black dragonborn with blue markings. He has metal armor on. Um, All right. Yes. Cool. I think these are the guys that, like the big bad guys we were running from or, or that were looking for the, the amulet. And it looks like they've worked through a decent amount of the, the were ravens. I think we need to help them out. Are these? Do you think we can take them? I think we got the element of surprise, so yeah. All right. Um, these, hang on, I'm on the wrong tool. Uh, this and this are, so this is the, the Lady Wear Raven. Are these other exes people that we're familiar with, or do, are these like the uh, more bad guys that are down? Robed skeletons. So they are. Um... They're robe figures, but now that you see that they're collapsed, you see that they are skeletons. Um, okay. So, yeah, I don't know anything about her. She had necromancy shit, so they might be her skeletons. Who knows? Um, Can okay. we somehow snatch the were-raven back from them so he doesn't get hurt? I mean, there, sure? there are blocking between us and him. That, that's going to be a hard maneuver. I think if we all three focus on at least one of them, we can give him a fighting chance. If, if I can help in any way, I will. We should maybe go for the one holding him first. Good idea. Is one holding him? And so... Yeah, so she is... So you can see that he is collapsed, like kneeling, and she is a, like knelt over him with a, like a scimitar out. Um... No, he is definitely uh, at her mercy as as of right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If we if we attack one of the other, she might slit his throat. So I think that's a good idea. Um, if he can get away, I can try to entangle the rest of them. Maybe we're close enough. Do you have anything that can hit her from here? Yeah, my moonfire staff for sure. Alder, how you feeling? A little better now. I, I think I'm getting the hang of it. I'll do my best. Um, so Soans, I want to move just a little bit. And well, no, I guess I want to put myself between them. Um, how about this? Get behind me. Um, instead of using my move action, I want to. Uh, what was it called now? Stone root. Stone roots. Uh, pull my shard sprayer out and use my action to get it to get it ready. Is that going so, to so now that this this mechanic has changed? Yes. Me doing this is this going to alert? I don't know how like how loud or or whatever it is. You 
there's a good chance that, I mean, it, it, you are going to have to step out like in the middle of, like right now I would assume, you know, you're, it's a hole that you crawled out of. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you were kind of hidden behind there, um, but you'd have to like, you know, stand up and then get it prepared. So you would be within, you know, view of them if they mm -hmm. saw you. So it would probably be a, there's a chance that they could see yeah. you. So we have pass without a trace on. What does that do again? Uh, plus 10 to stealth checks. Yeah, so you've been stealthy up to this point, but if you if you standing up, you are not really you're not being stealthy. You know, yeah. you're, you're like breaking cover, you're making like you're getting yourself in clear view of them so that you're in clear shot of them. Yeah. Um, if and so I... I would say that it's a good chance that he could see you if yeah. somebody started to look that way. Can I cast a can trip on a friendly without starting combat technically? Um, or do I have to? Is that like something you can only do when you're actually like in initiative and everything? Well, if it has verbal, I mean, commands, there's a risk that you'd have to, that they could hear it. I mean, it'd be a pretty high you it's know, a perception it's a check. Yeah, it should have on it um, components. It yeah, yeah, it does. So it's verbal and somatic. So semantic is your hands and verb V. So you'd have to say something. Um, it would be hard. I mean, anything that you do at this point could give your position away. There's, there's even hiding. You have an example. Like if you hide behind yeah. something, you have a bonus to your dex <clears throat> stealth check, but they could still see you. So yeah, we're not you invisible. Give them away. Yeah, yeah right. I haven't given you guys any moves yet, so you just spend talk discussing while you've been discussing you see that they're kind of still talking uh you see the orc at the above the dragon kin has a torch out and he is lighting the torch as we speak um because okay. they had threatened to burn down the whole chalet yeah. to retrieve um, that um item i'm gonna use guidance because it's just touch it's yeah. not just touch. There's a Isn't V it? on there. Yeah, components v, v and v. S. So yeah. V is verbal uh, or voice. Gotcha. And then okay. M is like material, which we most people don't ever worry about. Um, okay. So, well, if you take an action right now while we're hidden, it will start combat with a surprise round. So yes. You could use that turn to spin up. That, oh, that's, okay. that's basically what I wanted to do. I wanted to try to get my shard slinger set up to use that action that has been um, yeah. it's nerf. I wanted to use the surprise round to do that. Yeah, so if you yeah, so basically what would happen is as soon as they find you, you'd roll for initiative um, and then you could act in that initiative order but then they, that round that whatever you rolled in, they wouldn't have initiative at that you know, they wouldn't have any moves that first round. And so if she does it, if um, basically, once you rev that thing up, there's a really good chance they're going to hear you. Yeah. Um, and so that'll, so it'll probably start the initiative with, when that happens, it could, when Stardew does her spell, but unless you roll a really, I mean, you'd still get yours off in the surprise round, in, in other words. Who would? Sardu or me you, also? You would as well. Because even if you roll low initiative, you know, yeah. you could even, like, if you roll high initiative, you could get round up and shoot before they get an action. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So, 
in this case, guidance wouldn't really work for uh, Sones because mm-hmm. he's spinning it up. I yeah, was thinking that... of giving it to Alder anyway, since he's our weaker link. But yeah. I'm basically figuring out how I can cheat. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, I mean, surprise. So, so yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah, it, it doesn't really help you because it you're not rolling for the you know you don't roll to hit with that weapon. Yeah. They roll to dodge, and so oh, I'm like, you can. She can touch you with it. It's she can touch you with it being really, really quiet while you're still hiding. It lasts a minute, mm. and yeah. so until you roll an action or an ability check, which is like a, an attack roll, anything like that, mm-hmm. for a minute, so you can you can cast guidance. Yeah, but I don't yeah, but I mean, like she doesn't have to. Yeah, she doesn't have to. No, she's the yeah, one who has to concentrate. Yeah. But if she has concentration, she has to drop past without trace. Before that, yeah. Mm. Your moonfire staff is just a cantrip, though, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you can you can do can uh, uh, you can only have one concentration spell at a time. So you can cast yeah. a, a non-concentration spell um, while you're concentrating on something else. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So you just couldn't. To it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have. You have right now. You see, password without a trace is concentration. So as soon as you do that, your password without a trace is gone. So Which we're gonna basically drop out of stealth anyway. So yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have an idea of what? All right, I, I, hang on. So I'm gonna rev up this gun, and when I do, they're probably gonna see us. What do you guys want to do after that? Let's have a quick little plan sesh. That's already taken 15 minutes. Well, you're the soldier, and the best I can do is make my hair fall out. <laughs> That's the best power we have. And I'll do my best, but these guys just really creep me out. Yeah, they look pretty nasty. I, I say we focus on on the lady holding down that old man who I forgot his name to try to save him. I'm, I'd be willing to bet the other two would, would come running this way. We might be able to to hit them once before they get to us, too. So let's try to blast her and then deal with them in accordance. We ready? Ready. Ready. All right. Um, so I do, I'll, I do that. I plant my feet in the kind of like the beginning of like a haka kind of slam and then pull my gun out and start whatever it is, cranking it up. I don't know the mechanics of it. It's your gun, so you choose however it is. If it's a crank up, or if you like, yeah, it's got to spin, or if it's got to like, you know, charge up some other uh, way. But however it launches those things, it needs to charge that up. Uh, as soon as you do, you see that the um, that the orc wearing leather armor who has the torch. He turns back to his boss, and you're right there in his line sight. And he turns and he goes, "Hey, boss." We got some company. Roll for initiative. Not bad. Oops. So that is your... As soon as you stand up, he sees you. Uh, so your surprise round... So, and you actually are first. So your surprise round is used to charge that machine. Uh, where are you at, Stardew? You have 14. So you're right after So Ans. What do you do in the surprise round? Um, in the surprise round, I'm going to cast Guidance for... Or no, wait, I'm going to blast. I'm going to cast the Moonfire Staff. So you aim at, I would say, the, oh, the woman. Oh, wow. Nat 20. Yeah, so 
Uh, nice. You aim your. So who are you aiming at? Um, the one that's keeping her, the Ravenkin right? hostage. Yeah. Or the so old man. you aim your Moonfire staff, um, focusing everything, having all this time to prepare and, and aim, uh, and you blast this robed figure right in the back of the head because she hasn't had time to really react. Um, so uh, the Moonfire staff blasts out this beam of, of fire energy um, and you see that it hits her right in the back of the head and it just you see her, her robe burns away half of her hair does uh, she screams in pain as she takes eight points of damage because it is a crit right at the top of the head and you can see now that you know she has she's let her guard down just enough that um, that she's not really focusing on keeping Taspar you know at bay as she was before um, it is now uh, Leander's turn. Uh, Leander will move over this way and uh, targeting her, she uh, he will hurl out a chaos bolt. Ooh. Is this a... How many spell slots do you have remaining? Uh, one level two and two level ones after this. Okay. All right, so you, so six poison damage. And it's a 21 hit. So yeah, so you look at this. So this bolt of poison energy uh, uh, emerges from your hand and z zooms right towards this robed figure and hits her in the back. Uh, and she just, yeah, she absolutely melts away. She is gone. Oh, no, not so. again. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> Can't get a handle on this stuff. Yeah, so she... Uh, I don't know the strength of my own magic. So she's gone. I'm, I have the screen over, so it won't let me do what I want to do. Give me a second. I gotta do it like this and then move it back over. Because uh, it's cutting off. The menu's going off the top of the screen. Sorry, continue. Yeah, then I'll move over here for cover, and I think that will be the end of Leander's turn. All right. Um, so it turns to the back of the top of the order. The uh, the half orc, very. Uh, you can see that even though he's large and lumbering with that leather armor, he's quite dexterous, and he is able to um, to hop over to. Haspar, and he, he turns to look at you, uh, and he says, "You know, he pulls out his. He has a longbow out. He pulls out his longbow, but in his in his same hand, he has a dagger, and he has it right to his throat. So it doesn't look like he's he's uh, he's looking to fire at you. And he turns to you, and goes, put put him down right now, or this guy's gone. So ends. It is your turn. So he has a he's." He moved over and he readied his action that if anything happens, he slit in this guy's throat. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You're thinking. Oh, you're <laughs> Trying thinking. to figure out what to do. Hostage situations are tough because there's more than likely no way I'm going to like one shot this guy. But I did all the work to stand and have my gun out. You, you did? 
I did all that work. I don't you super are... care about this guy. You're just gonna let him die? No, I have to save him because I'm doing good deeds. Hmm. Could you trade off damage for some kind of like effect, like a disabling shot or something like that? I mean, I don't have that feature. I'm not a uh, hmm. weapons master. I don't know if weapons masters have like stunning strike or something like that. All my strike. Yeah, I was thinking for like storytelling mechanics or something. Anyways. Yeah, that's still risky. Because if he's got a ready to action, that, that ready to action is going to go off if I attack regardless, right? Faster than bullets? I mean, he could get hit, but yeah, as soon as you fire, that's the ready to action interrupts whatever action it is readied for. That's what yeah. happens before. It's fine. They can't be killed unless it's like silver weapons or something, right? Is it the same? Same rules for where people werewolves as it is for where ravens or whatever they are. Do you want to roll a? Uh... No, Leander wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> I, okay. I don't think so. Answer would either. His uh, arcana is negative one. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not a magic man. All right, I guess I'll have to fucking start talking. To this guy. Can you just keep spinning it? Without firing? Does it work like that? Like, keep that ready? Yeah, you don't have to... As long as you don't move or use another action, he can, yeah. he can prepare it. Yeah, it's prepped. It's ready. So, refresh my memory. What did this guy just say? Um, so, he says, Drop your weapons or this guy gets it. I wouldn't be the one that would be concerned. You're the one that's going to get it. We just melted your friend there. Again, I'm really sorry about that. You drop your weapon, you take a step back, and you get to live. Yeah, I don't think that's... This guy's got the same voice as the other guy. They're from I, the I same don't region. think that's going to happen. I don't think that guy, that's going to happen, boss. I got... You can try to attack us if you want. I mean, we'll kill this guy for sure. Probably kill you too. I mean, say, this ain't our first rodeo. This isn't my first rodeo either. And from the way I see it, you're outnumbered now. And you're outclassed. You're never going to make it to me. You're 65 feet away. I could shoot you twice before you even get to me, along with my friends. You kill him, you die, your friend dies. That's a no-win situation for you. You let him go, and there might be a win in there somewhere. It's an easy solution the way I see it. You want to roll a persuasion or intimidate check? Yeah, sure. Oh, shit. Yeah, so mm. your your confidence unsettles him greatly. Um, he still does not turn away. He just turns to the the boss. He's like, "Hey, boss, what do you think?" And the, you see the big dragon born just look at him and goes, "These these pesky people, I don't fear them at all." So he's not backing down. He is not backing down. Mm. I feel like that was a, a good. Shot, y'all. Um, and they're it not seemed, backing down. It seemed very intimidating to me. Person. Like, not only... Yeah, not. I'm also pretty sure that I'm right. So, like, I wasn't bluffing. We're gonna... We for sure will kill these guys, but... What's this guy's name again? The Gaspar. old dude? Gaspar? Haspar. Haspar. Pasmar. Yeah, we'll for yeah. sure kill these other two, but Haspar might get it also. Mm. 
And I, that's not a situation I want to happen, but it looks like it's going to happen either way. What do you think? Well, we just have to do our best. I think the only way to save him may be to fight. I think you're right. So I think we'll have to. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but I guess you kind of expect it when you're hiding evil relics from bad guys. Yeah, they know what they signed up for. Gaspar, watch your throat! And I shoot. Oh, fuck. <laughs> shoot Orkman. Get him. Uh, he's going to dodge. So, first thing he does is he does slice uh, Taspar's throat. And no! Taspar, you see, goes, goes down, uh, just collapses in on himself. Um, Poor Taspar. Once again, I got to do the thing I want to do. I got to do this just off the side of the screen. I should just make the oh, man. map bigger. That was brutal. Um, he got whiplash yeah. across the map. Uh, so then some ragdoll physics fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. Skyrim <laughs> so he's going to do a alright well I was... let me change that so that it is, it is hidden but uh, he is able to uh, dodge so give me yeah he's the guy I least wanted to shoot for yeah. this reason mm-hmm. uh, did you roll your damage or oh, is that it right there the 12 oh I didn't roll anything what do you mean 12 no you got to roll your damage, so it. Uh, yeah, so he he saved his his uh, so seventeen. That's really good. Very good. Yeah. And Fortunately, you see, he is way more dexterous than you thought he was, and he is able to dodge all of it. So he hops out of the way, and you see your your bullets just pepper where he used to be. So he just he slices the throat, and in one fluid movement movement jumps. Out of the way of, of your round. Stardew, it is your turn. Stardew will cast Entangle. How many, how many more spell slots do you have? Um, like none. This is I'm down. Last one. Yeah, this is my last one. Jeez. Okay, I want to put it like around here-ish. Use the uh, point. Yeah, that All right. Um, so then they will roll a strength saving throw, correct? Yep. Yes. All right. 13. The orc saves. Name is Torscar, if you haven't guessed it. Um, and then a strength saving throw by the... Oh, yeah. So they both save the saving throw. It's still di- difficult terrain, but the the vines fail to grasp onto their legs. They just kick them and pull their legs out and, and snap the newly growing vines before they're able to, to grasp them. They are both free. Do you, um, you want to use your move action for another reason? Mm, no. Well, I guess I'll just stand up on like the f- side of Soans, but okay. not in front of that crazy ass gun, for sure. All right. So Chrono turns towards Soans, and he goes, "You underestimate us greatly." And he casts. Uh, he, you feel this urge coming over you. Do a uh, a wisdom saving throw for me. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> You fail, and so on this urge, this twisted crown of jagged iron appears on top of your head, and, you're, and you, your eyes start to glow with madness. You, don't, you just feel this urge. You don't really know what it is yet. Um, and Leander, it is now... Uh, it's, and he moves... It's, it's difficult terrain, correct? So he moves 15 feet towards you both, or towards the party. 
Uh, Leander, I don't know where you are. Are you underneath Stardew? Yeah, to the south a little bit down there. Yeah, he's down by the one square equals five foot oh, part I of the see map. You. Okay, your faces are covering it. Okay, cool. Leander, it is your turn. So if I uh, move over to these tombstones, are they big enough? Do they actually provide some cover down here? Yeah, for sure. Like, so they're they're not big, but you're small. Um, to get cover, you would have to like maybe crunch down or something. Duck behind them, kind of. Mm-hmm. So they would give you know like partial cover. Um, okay, like plus two to AC. So yeah, if if you were to behind any of those squares, like of the tombstones, you could definitely uh, get some cover. Get some cover. Cool. Yeah, so you have a half cover. Right, right. Not, not, you know. yeah, not full cover. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to use my metamagic uh, spell sp- or sorcerer points. All right. And uh, convert them into a spell slot for another chaos bolt. Yeah. Well, with the uh, you try to aim your uh, your chaos bolt at him, and ooh, could I use my tides of chaos sorcerer feature? What does that do? Uh, let's me re-roll a spell, basically. Yeah, if you haven't used it yet, sure. Okay, should I re-roll or should I take the um, second roll on my previous one? I re-roll it. Okay. Yeah, because you didn't have advantage beforehand. Oof. Well. Yeah. Them's the breaks. 14 to hit. Yeah, so even even with the, the Tides of Chaos, you try to focus on this large uh dragon uh dragonborn and your chaos bolt just misses him slightly you're you're just a little nervous of this giant creature coming towards you uh and it just affects your aim just enough that you miss um no oh, man so yeah um i think that's it for leander now the the half orc tor- Torscar, he um, doesn't really... He, he sees you out in the open. What he's going to do is he's going to actually back up um, and he's going to... He has his longbow out and he's going to shoot Stardew with the, with the longbow because she's the one who melted his companion. So he will hit you with that longbow. Well... Uh, he will not hit you with the longbow. So he he aims yeah. long, He aims the longbow. I'm gonna change this, even though I don't budge <laughs> the numbers. I just it's less dramatic. Yeah. Um, and so he aims his longbow. Uh, he's just a little bit off. I was gonna give him disadvantage because of his uh, Soans intimidated him. Um, so either way, he he misses his longbow shot, uh, and it, the arrow clunks harmlessly to the side of Stardew. Soans. You, let me, I'm going to post this so you can see what happens. You are now in, have Crown of Madness. So, <clears throat> you must use your action before moving on each of your turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself. So, unfortunately, that means you're going to have to drop your gun. Wait a minute. And I must use its action before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than yourself that is that that you mentally choose. I do or you do? That, the, the Crown of Madness caster. 
Yeah. So the target. Yeah. So I choose. It's like the only I one choose the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> so that. Yeah, but it's a um, melee attack against a creature, so it has to be one within you. As you see, yeah. uh, if no creature, no creatures within reach, you don't have to do it. But Stardew is right next to you, so you are going to attack just a normal uh, melee attack. You don't have to do the bonus attack or anything; just a normal one axe attack against Stardew. Stardew is a seventeen hit. Yes. All right. Why don't you tell me what happens, so ends? So Anz goes into um, like a flashback into battle and is enraged and sees a field of like broken bodies and turns to his right and sees an enemy standing there and kind of out of this rage drops his gun, pulls his axe and swings it wildly at what he assumes is a, an enemy combatant next to him. And hits her for eight damage. All right, Stardew. I don't know how how healthy you are, but it isn't right now. Yo, another wisdom saving throw. This might take a while, boys. This has to be a thirteen. I ain't super wise. Oh, so close. So close. That was a twelve. You could hit him with the guidance. So next time, maybe because that's a yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But he could also, but he would probably actually use that to hit you harder next time too, because it is the next oh, attack roll. It's the next one. I do not have inspiration. I used it. Yeah, I don't think at this point. I think everybody used their inspiration. Yeah. All oh, right. Nine. Oh, you haven't. Okay. No, that's right. You haven't. Uh, Stardew, it is your turn. You just got walloped <clears throat> by this. Giant axe at Soans, and you can see Soans. He's you can see the like, like it's a physical. Well, yeah, there's like visual like crown, crown, right? Yeah, 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 it's a crown of iron over his head. Yeah, I mean, she's screams in pain. Um, is he still rooted to the ground? Yes. Okay. Yes. So she screams and stumbles away. From well, wait. If I move, is he going to get an opportunity of attack? No, he just has to have that urge to attack you okay. once. So he, he there's Shit. no opportunity attack. Once he attacks you, then you can move freely the rest of your turn. You know, the rest of your turn is yours. It's just at the beginning of each round, you have to just hit somebody. Yeah, but I can't move either. Cause I'm, he can't move because his feet are... I'm rooted. Rooted. I, I want to stay rooted. Okay, I'm going to cast... Moonfire staff again against this dragon duder. So, no. Oh, no. No. Yeah. So, well, wait, I'm trouble, boy. I'm trying to get this. This thing says it's a spell save DC. So, do. Okay. They always put that in there for. for Oh, I'm for sure using my inspiration. Yeah. Because I don't want to take that one. Okay. Fair enough. That's a good, good call. She uh, raises her moonfire staff and it kind of sputters and backfires a little bit. And I'm going to shake it and then try again. 14. Much better. All right. So you cast this moonfire staff at, um, at the dragonborn. Uh, and you see uh, that his, his metal armor isn't as strong as Soanz's. He's he's overconfident, and he takes this blast uh, in the shoulder, and it and it does hit. 
So with a five, that's uh, radiant damage. Seven damage, yeah. So you see the this beam of energy hit his shoulder in a weak spot of his uh his armor doesn't hold up as much as Soan's, and uh, and this white hot energy hits his uh, armor and it heats up his armor and heats up his arm. You see him shaking it off and and and, and roaring in pain. And and that was your move in your attack, correct? Correct. All right. What's his vulnerability? He is vulnerable to fire. fire. Cool. So you see that he has like a like a red aura around him. Got it. Oh, and I'm gonna like call out like Leander, something's wrong with Soans. In case he didn't notice that I just got hacked up by our teammate. Whoa, Soans are what's wrong? Are you feeling okay? So uh, it is now Chrono's turn. Uh, Chrono smiles at Soans, um, and you see that crown dissipate um, as he lets it lapse. He, it did his purpose. Um, so you see, as he's there, uh, he, he walks up pretty close to you, and he has, he's holding a great hammer, a, a, a giant uh, weapon, and and he and he roars this dragon roar, and he slams that uh, the war hammer onto the ground, and this wave of force emanates from from outside of him, and he is going to cast thunder wave. Uh, so you all have to do a constitution save. So so ends you this force like you're just still a little ringing from being under his control, and this force hits you and. And you're just, you're not prepared for it. But you don't, uh, Chris, you're out of range. Sorry, uh, Leander. It's uh, Stardew. You have to roll. Um, but you would have avoided it anyway. Yeah, so Stardew, um, you were, you're bracing for this impact, and you were prepared for this. Uh, you just got hit by Soans, and, and, and you're a little bit more prepared and a little more lithe, and, and you're able to withstand this this attack. But Soans, you take eight points of thunder damage, uh, Stardew, you take four points of thunder damage, and immediately he roars, and he this roar turns into like some booming song that that you hear from his deep voice, and this this song. Is this yeah, a so, dragonkin with a giant hammer who's also a bard because that's super metal. It is exactly what that is. He is a <laughs> he is a he is a bard, and he and with this. This booming voice, you both take four more points of damage. Ooh. Talk about a power ballad. But just you two, not Leander. Because um, you were just damaged by him. Uh, and... I was plugging my ears. Everybody give me a perception check. All right. So, Anz, you see that... Uh, like After you got hit with this and this force blast... Um, damaged you and knocked you back a little bit. You you look around just to gauge your surroundings, and and you see that both Madrina and Taspar seem to be slightly moving. They don't. Yeah, they uh, they don't look dead. But that's you're the only one who sees this. I don't know what you're going to do with this information. Um, it is. Now Leander's turn. Okay, so if I stay here positioned, will I still be able to like have cover? Yep. Cool. So he'll step out and throw a chaos bolt. All right. 
Nice. Yeah, so that chaos bolt hits. So he wasn't expecting you to do anything. He's focused on Soans and Stardew, the the combatants as he sees them. But from behind the gravestone, you you point your finger at him and a and a bolt of what's the what type? A frost. That wasn't the damage. Yeah. Oh, you. Yeah, I gotta still roll for the damage. Yeah. <laughs> that was not a good roll. Three damage. That's yeah. That's terrible roll. So you see this chaos bolt. It looks so intimidating, and it just turns into this freezing orb that just smacks him right in the middle of the chest. And you see that his armor turn a little blue. Uh, it turns a little icy as it, the surrounding air condensates on his chest. And he just he looks down as is more of it in amusements than pain. And he looks at you and he laughs. Uh, at your feeble attempt to damage him. After, as you see that, and his uh, uh, his concentration's on you, you see Madrina pop up. She is not dead. And you see her, as she raises up, she turns into her half-rare raven form, and she takes to the air, and she moves one, two, three. And she she's flees. Able to move. Yeah. No, she's moving <laughs> towards the, the guy. Um, and she, she, you can see that she does not look as bad as when you saw. You thought she was dead for sure when you first saw her. But um, she is not dead. Uh, and she flies towards the dragonborn, screaming and calling because she's now in this were-raven form. And right on cue, Caspar does the same. But he gets up and he moves to attack this half-orc. And he actually will strike the half-orc with his beak as he gets up and flies. Unfortunately, you know, he just... Caspar is unable to land a hit on um, this dexterous half-orc. Uh, and he is... But but he's still in the fight. You see that you're, you're now... It is no longer a three-on-two fight. It is a five-on-two fight. So you see now... Torscar, he he looks to his newest threat, Taspar, and he he swings his bow really quickly over his shoulder, whips out a short sword, and he stabs at Taspar with the short sword. And that is a critical fail. He fumbles. The, he's just so not. He didn't know what was happening. He this were raven coming at him. It catches him by surprise, and he he stabs at. Taspar, but Taspar is easy to easily jump out of the way, and he over lunges, and, and he falls down, so he is now prone. And it is, so Anz, it is now your turn. And I dropped my gun, correct? You did. So it would take me an action to pick it back up. It would take you an action to pick it back up. So I am going to unroot myself then, because I don't know if this dude's going to come at me, if he's just going to sit back here and cast at me. And I'll walk over to him. And since I am not rooted, I will just be able to hit him with one of my great axes. So you walk up to him, and you, as you're walking, you, you, your great axe you already had in your hand from swinging at Stardew. Uh, you just take it with both hands, and you swing right at this dragonborn who has um, just damaged you uh, through just through mystical means and you don't like it. You hate, you want a one-on-one fair 
combat and all of his damage has come from sneaky moves uh and you hit him with oh shit yeah for 14 damage so you swing this down with all your might and um and you bring it down right into this dragonborn right into his his neck and the his armor on his neck manages to block most of the of the damage he doesn't lose his head clean off but you can see now he's bleeding profusely from the neck uh and you know his with his scales and his armor it uh he's able to uh to stay up and stay alive okay hang on um i want to use second wind and hit him again oh you're using is that second wind or is that action surge whatever action surge I want to hit him again. I might also want to use second wind. Fortunately, this axe hit just glances off his armor. You're trying to do the same thing and knock his head clean off, but it managed to clink off of his armor. You see the hatred in his eyes, but you you use the energy surging through you to both attack and to refresh some of those wounds and how much health do you get back? Hang on. 1d10 plus 3? Am I level 3? Yes. Yes. Okay, so you heal eight damage. Yeah, so you are feeling a little bit better. You're feeling more confident. And it, you're re-spirited and angry. And it is now Stardew's turn. Hmm. Okay. So Stardew, in pretty bad shape, is going to kind of limp away from this guy as much as possible. So she's going to kind of drag back towards where Leander's hiding, figuring that he has a pretty decent hiding spot over there. Yeah, us satyrs are natural hiders. Um, and she will launch the Moonfire Staff cantrip again as she skitters that way. Give me a world of 20. Uh, oh, gosh. So you're still unnerved by the this dragonborn who's coming at you it's just his intimidating nature makes you unsure about yourself enough that you once again blast completely off and 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 miss a foot or so to the side of this dragonborn creature using a trait takes an action correct what trait are you trying to use mask of the wild you would so the mask of the wild enables you to to hide if you were going to use the hide command. So the hide command is an action. Is an action. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it, it helps when you use a hide command, but yeah, unless you're like a, a rogue, it's it's a yeah. full action to, to do hide. That's what um, I figured. So it is well, now... That's for me. Yeah, so it is now this Dragonborn's turn. He sees the tides of battle and he sees that he has yet to fall any, uh, fell any of you, and the ones that he did fell um he is they are not dead they have come back and he doesn't really under well he understands why and he uh he didn't know what they were in the beforehand and he and he he roars out of anger and he is going to disengage and he is he is running away to live another day is five versus two odds he doesn't like and he manages to just run full speed out of there. Um, All right, he's going that way. And as he does that, he's like, I won't forget this. And so he is, I mean, you can chase after him if you want, but that is his turn. Leander, it is your turn. He is Which way is he going? Far away. How far? Yeah. 
farther away than that. Okay. Within spellcasting range? Yeah, but we I mean like he's not out of spell range yet. Did so would Soans get an opportunity of attack when he runs away? Oh, uh, he, oh no, because he disengaged, he, right? He disengaged. Oh, yes. Okay. Damn. Good looking out, Mark. I appreciate yes. it. Yeah, but I guess he could have dashed. He, he did not dash. That's what I'm saying. He did not, he moved oh okay. His normal speed, yeah. which is more than that. So he's further away than that, but he's not he's not dashing yet. Okay, so still within range. Um, I guess we can see. I'll see if we can wear him down a little bit. I'll use my last level one slot to cast cast bolt. Yeah. yeah. Oh hell yeah, that is thirteen poison damage. Well, that's not bad for a little spell. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, so he is still alive, but he is fuck. Like he he is still running at full speed trying to get away from you guys um but yeah you see this this bolt chases after him and hits him in the back as he's running and and he pukes as he's running away from the while this poison damage courses through his his veins okay that's it for lander all right um so it is now the rewoken raven where raven's turn and and Taspar turns towards uh, Torskar, and it tries to hit him with his beak again. So he hits with uh, his beak, doing five damage to this character. This is the first time that he's been hit, and that is that is his turn. It is now Madrina. Madrina turns to you in her were raven form, and she she calls and 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 screams, "Thanks for the cover." Well, that's what her voice sounds like when she's in Were Raven form. Ha! Thanks for the cover. And uh and proceeds to uh fly over to Taskbar to help out Taskbar. Um she gets pretty close with but not quite there. Uh it is now Torskar's turn and he sees his boss leaving and he just runs full speed. He does sprint. So he does uh get an opportunity attack from Taskbar. And Taskbar hits. Ooh. 19. Or, yeah, just six. The three. See, it always does that if, it, if one of your rolls hits. It gives you that other roll just in case. But he hits her again with six more points of damage. So now you see him just running away and he's bleeding. Uh, his armor's all ripped and he just. But he's he is fleeing at full speed into uh, down the hill and into the the mists that were beneath this hill, if you don't remember when you're walking up. That very quickly he runs out of sight. All right. Are you going to chase after this guy? Chase you, after who? The dragonborn that's off the screen. Oh, the that, one that's down here. Yeah, because he's he's. I mean, he's uh, running full 10. speed into the into the. Uh, I mean, I can catch him. Yeah, f that dude. I thought yeah. he was. I, I actually didn't see him down in the corner. I thought he was like off screen. No, he, I mean he's he is off the screen. He's off the like. But you could if you you'd have to catch him. You'd have to roll uh, do dash. I'd have to dash to catch him. Yeah. Yeah, because then if he gets... He would have... Well, well, I mean, what good would that do? Because if I dash to catch him, I wouldn't be able to do anything. He would have and to then disengage. He could disengage yeah. And then which run. It, it, yeah. I would never... Can yeah. you mold the earth underneath him? Oh, maybe. I mean, although... Yeah, hang on. What is mold earth? Um, mold earth, I think, I... just makes it, like... 
hard terrain, terrain yeah, I think. Terrain. yeah it's not it doesn't grab them or anything i don't think no yeah. that would be too uh powerful for a cantrip yeah and he's, he's very quickly into the uh like he's getting up to the miss so he's if you don't yeah i mean there's really not much you can do before he goes into the mist uh but i mean if you wanted to chase him and track him down you could you could keep up with him I could, keep, but that's it. He would. Yeah, we would, would just be disengaging and running, and I would be. How running many maps up. did you make? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. It, it would be. We'll just have to like Scooby do it, where we just reuse the yeah. same map over and over again in the background. <laughs> yeah, I just do want to be like, oh, and he gets away because he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, takes away your I, power. Yeah. Well, I th- I think at this point we could probably just let let them go and attend to the hurt and wounded. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think that there's anything I'd be able to do other than catch up with him and then him dash away and then catch up with him over and over again. Because I could put him in a uh, where he would have to take a opportunity of attack to leave, but he'll just disengage. Yeah. So it would take two rounds before I could hit him, I believe. So no, Probably, I'm, I'm, yeah, because after the disengage, he would. Yeah, yeah, I would be right up with him. I wouldn't have to sprint. Um, yeah. No, I'll, I'll let him run. I gave you warning. You didn't listen. All right. Um, well, they're both gone. So we are out of combat as of right now if you let them go. So they both run into the hill. Um, yeah. And then after that, you see uh, Madrina and Taspar fly down towards you guys, turn right back into their normal forms. Uh, and then they're they are so gracious because they... There's a... And uh, Taspar, oh, there's a... Glad to see you guys here. Uh, I thought my goose was cooked. Oh, I see what you did there. I did not do that, but that's pretty funny. Yeah, we heard as we went into the Shadowfell. We heard them come. I heard them like saying something, but we had something on the other end we had to deal with before we could come back. So sorry we left you hanging so long. Yeah, do not recommend going there. By the way. Yeah, that place sucks full of jumping nimbly bimbly zombies and gargoyles and the whole manner of unsavory things. Well, but I'm pretty sure those guys are are coming back for that item. So you'd probably do best not to stay here too long. But how are you feeling? Aren't, are you all right? Oh, uh, yes. I've, I got to get back into Madrina's voice. A little Scottish. Well, yes, she, well, I, uh, me and Taspar and I, we came out to sacrifice ourselves or to delay them a little bit. The others are hiding in the mansion. I don't know what to do here. Uh, that is, we were... Well, those guys are definitely coming back. Unless you're willing to stay around here, we are no match for them at, at full strength. I mean, they should have killed me if they if they knew what I was, but but because they didn't use the silver weapons, I was able to... To gain some of my uh, some of my health back, I uh, feel a little better. I have this preternatural healing that many of uh, our kinds—they say cursed, but I say blessed with with weird lycanthropy. But uh, but luckily they didn't use any magic or silver weapons, or or we'd both be dead. Well, we're certainly glad that you aren't. But maybe we should take a moment to rest and, and tend to our wounds. Oh, I have of course. many wounds to tend to. So what are you going to do, Madrina? Are you going to stay here and keep that item? 
even if it's going to put you at risk? Will you leave? Oh, I, oh, I, I know. I'm, but th- we have to stay here. We don't have an option. Uh, but I don't believe that the item can stay here. Um, they know that it's here. They know that. Yeah, they're definitely coming for it. They know that we hold it. Uh, we need. We need someone. To have it. Well, if there's one thing I know for certain, we can't take it to the Shadowfell because there's there's a very unsavory creature on the other side who's looking for it. And it's probably a pretty bad idea just to give it to him. I don't know what he wants it for, what these guys want it for. All I know is that it's... No good. Uh, the evil that emanates from it is... It's bad. It's hard to ignore. And, and he... I just... They were willing to burn down the whole chalet and, and kill all of us just for this item and and they know where we are and I'm, I'm sure with the next time they'll come with stronger numbers and with with magical means to, to track it down um, but I just we can't hold on to it I, I pray of you to, to hold this item and I, I don't know what you do I, I just don't I know that I can't put my roost at risk um, so the next I just I can't give it up to them, but I, I know that we will die the next time. Uh, what does it? What does it do? It, again, I don't remember. Dead bodies aren't able to be brought back to life within thirty feet of it. That's undead, nice. undead are not able to be turned. So not 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 like turned undead, but like actually brought back to life. And okay. so like you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So being undead is not brought back to life. Yeah. Um, and they weren't actually dead. They were healing, so it didn't affect them. Yeah. But, like, if a character dies, you can't cast, you know, like, uh, mm. rejuvenate, whatever those, the spells Revivify. are bringing back to life. Revivify. Um, yeah. uh, and you can, you can call, like, an a, a incorporeal uh, smoke monster form of the, uh, the god Orcus, who's it's for. Those are the that things all that sounds tight. I mean, this could help us in the Shadowfell. Uh, the first thing we did was encounter somebody raising zombies. If we can prevent you know, enemies from creating undead armies, that seems pretty useful. Oh, I, I, think you're, I, I think you're mistaken the point. This is an item that is very useful for the undead. Um, it does not prevent undead creatures from being raised. It prevents dead bodies from being brought back to true life. Ah, the the only effect it has on the undead is it it is it keeps them from being turned. I don't believe you have a priest in your party, but if 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 any undead creature, a powerful undead creature, would be able to were to get a hold of this, he would no longer be uh to be able to be uh, turned away or even contained using you know holy turning spells. So that's why that little goblin dude wants this. Nah, makes sense. I, I don't know who you're talking about, but most likely, yes. Well, Stardew, are you getting any magic tingles for your quest? Do you think you could use some of those uh, magic sticks to to see what to do with this thing? No. Was it once a, that was once a campaign thing, correct? Oh, bummer. No. A, yeah, um, it takes I... a diamond. Does it? Yeah, you don't you you can't do it again unless you get items again. You'd have to go back to town to buy the the reagents. Oh, demi reagents. Yeah, I I need time to 
rest and regain my strength before I can even pass anything else. I'm spent. Yeah, I'm right there with you. This has been a challenging day. Well, you're welcome to rest here. I, I, they will not be back anytime soon, um, but they will be back. Uh, but you're welcome to... We have plenty of rooms, as you can imagine. Um, many have not been used in, in a while, so if you don't mind the dust, you can rest and, and, and retrofit and do whatever you need to do with this item. I just um, can't have it. And while you're talking, the other two, I don't have their their icons, but the other two, uh, Vanique and uh, Renick, both fly down um, and then turn into their human forms. And Vanique is offering you the item. I'll take it. Okay. So now you hold the whatever it is, the thing of Orcus. Let me look at the the Orcus figurine. You can put that in your inventory. Orcus Malorcus. We'll do our best to protect it and figure out what to do with it. I wish that uh, I could help you any further. I mean, I'd all we we hold this Shadowfell passing is that's what you needed, right? There was there anything else? Well, we haven't even we came back to see if you were okay, but came nowhere near finishing our work in the Shadowfell. So we still need the portal open, I think. And it's always open for you, but like I said, if we will be closing it, do you plan to you go flee this place? We we cannot. This is a a task that we have t- undertaken, and we cannot just abandon it. Um, we have we we do not have any other option. That's that's why I ask you to take this item. Um, we are here to protect this passing, but it is a it is a a task that we have promised to do. And we cannot break our promise. Well, I understand. It's a noble decision. Well, maybe we can sleep on it and figure out what to do with it in our next steps in the morning. How does that sound? I think that's a good plan. I definitely need a rest. Yeah, it sounds good to me. So you all rest. Nothing happened. I mean, this the Chalet Brantifax is in the middle of nowhere. Um, unless people know where it is, uh, you're not going to have, you know, middling uh, invaders or intruders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they at least won't be back for, you would assume, a week or so while they go back to their base and reform and then come back. So you have a couple days to decide what to do. Um, but it's just at this point, you know that your options are you can go back into the Shadowfell at any time. You can give that figure... Um, to that undead guy and he'll help you find the Vistani. But that's... You don't really know what else... And I mean, you can do whatever you want. You're doing like a short rest? I mean, no, you do. it'll be a long rest. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You guys are just back up to full. Everything's so back. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back to full. Yeah, so if you wanted to... I need that for sure. Well, I'm... Not sure how we'll ever finish this, but at least maybe now we have a bargaining chip and that crazy 
zombie guy will help us find the Vistani and they can help us track down the mm-hmm. end of uh, my quest to make the Moonfire Staff whole again. So upon mention of the Vistani, all of the uh, were-ravens, all four of them, just turn and look at each, at each other, very confused, and, and they look to you and go, like, how, how do you know of the Vistani? Well, that's why I set off on adventure to begin with. There's, in order to fulfill my quest, I needed to get to the Shadowfell, but our research told us the Vistani were the only ones that would know how to get there and how to navigate the area. So we set out looking for them, but then found you, so figured we would ask in the Shadowfell, and that guy was not very helpful, to say the least. Do you know of the Vistani? And they turn to you, they laugh. <laughs> of course we know of the Vistani. Who do you think we are keeping this open for? They've, I, I, people talk of the Vistani as these magical people that have the mastery over the Shadowfell, but in reality, all it is is multiple crossings like this being held open by loyal uh, uh, ravens such as us. That is, that is our, our task, is we hold this open and, and contain it so that the Vistani travelers can, can enter and exit the Shadowfell uh, at will. Well, is there like a, a schedule? Like, how do you know when they're coming? How would we find them? Oh, it's, it's hard to find the Vistani. Um, yeah, we know. So, yeah, I mean, if, when they, if they were to come through the other crossing which they haven't done in many years. Um, they, they have a, a code that, that they know that once they are... It, it seems so silly now to describe it, but it's nothing magical. They, when they tr- cro- uh, cross over and, and they're surrounded by the dirt that we've called in, um, you know, they just they call out my name. And and I know that it's them, and and then they also have this this pin for us to to recognize other Vistani. So if they come uh, and they don't, they need to know where the crossing is. They they just show us the pin and, and we guide them to the crossing. It's it's very low tech, very simple, but uh, it's been effective for generations. I wish I could tell you more about it. I, d- I do know where to find them. Of course, you can travel to the Shadowfell, but I know where they are in the um, in the material plane. They um, we get our orders and we have uh, where a, a, a community of were-ravens uh, that 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 we are small offsect of um, and and we meet in an abandoned abbey. Where's this can... abbey at? Is that nearby? Oh, no, no. Uh, luckily, with the, the the power of flight, uh, distance is not a problem for us. Um, it is actually quite a a, a journey, but uh, I can tell well, you exactly where this abbey is. Well, I can fly in two levels, so. But you're the only one. But uh. Yeah, yeah so they, you gonna carry me? Maybe. I'm sure there's some limit on how big of an animal I can turn into. 
Um, we probably walk there quicker than waiting you to level up twice. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. Yeah, I wish. Does this um, Abby have a name or in a city of some sort? Of course. Um, I I don't know what the humans. It is an ab- abandoned, ruined Abby that we all meet in the in the in the the priory, um, the collapsed priory of this Abby. Uh, I don't. I do. I wish I knew the name of of the Abbey itself, but it, but it's in a, it's in a town west of here, um, called Port Granite. And sounds like your kind of place. So Anne's. Yeah. How far is that as the crow flies? Would you say? Who, uh, we can do it in a, in a, in a day. Um, but I would say for you, it'd be at least a four or five day journey. Um, this is, I mean, it's the collection point of, of the, of the were ravens in support of the Vistani for the entire region. So, you know, it's centralized located. Um, everybody's about an a drive, but, uh, I, I do warn you that I, even when you get there, that's the first step. I do. You can tell them about me. But it's hard to gain their trust without those pins. But so we need a pin. It's not impossible, but it would help. I mean, I know a little asshole that's got a pin. We could probably take. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Or perhaps barter. Or maybe you have an extra pin you could give us or loan us. Oh, they don't. They don't give us the pins. We are unfortunately we're not Vistani. We are helpers of the Vistani. Put your headphones on your cheeks. Yeah, they start to hurt my ears after a while, like the rim of them. So I got to move it to be like, um, like bone induction headphones, basically. <laughs> um, well, Chris is, is taking a bathroom. I'll just tell you guys, you can tell Chris afterwards. We'll just take this out. Um, you don't need the pen. Um, hmm. That was a benefit if you were to fight that guy and beat him, you would have had yeah. a pin. But, you know, like I, at this point, you know where it is, you know how to get them. And you've, I mean, you've convinced these people of your, yeah, it wouldn't be impossible to do the other one. Um, yeah, because otherwise that's another fight with that little goblin, then coming yeah. back, then another conversation with, you know, we can zip to the Vistani if there's no. Well, that's that's the that was the goal was to get the information where the Vistani was. That's the goal. Yeah. Uh, that's actually the goal that I made. Like I said, I made it up. There's no actual goal. Mm-hmm. You feel free. Everything on this, um, everything you did today, yeah, none of it's in the book. Absolutely nobody. <laughs> none of the NPCs. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Uh, you can go through and read it. It's very sparse. Um, yeah, it just feels like there's no like big conclusion. Like, oh, you're you're telling me the conclusion yeah. was to find where the Vistani is. There is no conclusion. There's no story in this one. Um, yeah. so the goal was to find the Vistani, uh, and you could have found them it, either through talking to them, or there would there would have been ways for you to find the Vistani if you would have fought with that guy and got the pin. Yeah. So the you know the pin has ways to help find the next you know border crossings and stuff it's it's a magical item um that's like the last scene though 
Yeah, I mean, there's no more scenes. That was that's kind of the end. Yeah. So okay. yeah. Okay. Well, we we can wrap here, and then we can kind of talk about you know how this thing flows into. But this kind of seems like a a natural end. Yeah. That's I mean, I, like. we can say it in the in the in the thing that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That this one did not have a story. Uh, if if you want to look through the books and you see the settings, so they talk about the Vistani. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about. Well, let's they, let's save it for the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's save this. Yeah, yeah. But you, you yeah, you'll see. You'll be surprised. They, it's mostly the campaign is this yeah. room mm. is this yeah. chalet Brantifax. Almost everything else. Okay. Interesting. Is, yeah. So you'll you'll read through it, but yeah, that's. I tried to find the end goal, and the end goal was to find the Vistani, which they don't even mention more. It's huh. so yeah, it's disappointing. Okay. Um, and, yeah. and by no like criticism of you, it's just you know what's written in the book. Some some of them are just so sparse, you really have to fill in a lot. So I mm-hmm. think this will be an interesting one to do a review session on. We can highlight you know, the areas that need strengthening and hopefully give people a chance to maybe integrate it better into their, into their campaign as a one shot. Yeah. Cool. Did this, well, that was, did this lady we kill have anything? on? Any magic? Are oh, you invented her? Right? No. So, okay. No, I mean, she's just a cultist. She was, she was the lowest level character and you guys focused on her, which I was not <laughs> expecting to do. So it quickly brought it down to two on one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was good that we burned her off really quickly. Yeah, I mean, it would have been a like if you would have stayed to fight and not fight the other guy, this would have been a more interesting fight. Yeah, because uh, you would have had more characters. But like, I didn't want to have two huge fights, so because you chose the other fight, this one was more like a a fight half over. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of yeah, it's cool to come back like mm-hmm. right at the end of something that would like we made basically a mistake and, and could have mm-hmm. like prevented from happening. It was happening too while ours. Yeah. I mean like you could have killed or anybody could have killed those guys too. I was waiting to see if like you cast a spell that was an AOE and you thought that they were dead and corpses mm-hmm. and that would have killed them. Oops. Or if I even checked to see if his uh, thunder wave would have got her, but it was just out of range. Yeah. I got a 15 foot cube and he was Oof. right out of range of her or she would have been, that would have killed her too. So you know, it wasn't a given that they, Zero. Okay. No, absolutely no one got. Well, no, we did kill that one lady. Yeah, but I mean, but she was a bad guy. The cultist. The cultist. Yeah, but... yeah. No good casualty. Yeah, I mean, but that's yeah. I mean, that's like, just how well, it works. Bad guys don't count. They're not right. You wouldn't count like the bad guys of a casualty in a war. Just the ones you suffered. Oh, I support the troops. Both sides. <laughs> All of them. Both sides. <laughs> Yeah, all troops was, everywhere. She was all a troops. she was a weak weak ass character. Uh, I really like that character that the dragonborn, but mm-hmm. like he's a bard, so he's more of support. And without any characters around him, he couldn't do a lot of cool stuff. So still metal. He didn't run away. He, yeah, he held his own against the three of us. Seriously, yeah, I was worried because I thought he'd be something different. I was assuming. Yeah, oh, I was one hundred percent. Kind of. Uh, I made it up 100%. Yeah. It's, it's a bard base, but with like a dragon bard. Uh, like a combat bard, but a little different. I love it. Cool. But, yeah. That's it for our final session of Adventure 3 in Candlekeep Mysteries, Book of the Raven. This adventure was a little different from the other one-shots in Candlekeep Mysteries in that it didn't really have much story driving it. 
So join us next time as we dive into this adventure and talk about what went well, what could be improved, and some tips for integrating it into your campaign. Head over to plusonetogaming.com to check out our other live plays, DM, role-playing, and character-building tips to help you get the most out of your games. You have a topic you want us to talk about? Shoot us a note at plusonetogaming at gmail.com and we'll get a discussion going. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you next time.